A fantastic Friday to each of you, and welcome to the Locked On Grizzlies podcast. 11 wins in the row, and last night was one of the more gutsy, team-centered efforts by the Grizzlies. On a night where John Morant was not at his best, the Grizzlies stepped up and got a victory. Why John Conchar was the star, why he is a great example of what sets this Grizzlies team apart from other young up-and-coming teams, and a preview of tonight's very important game against the Dallas Mavericks, all here on the Locked On Grizzlies podcast. Let's get it going. You are Locked On Grizzlies, your daily Memphis Grizzlies podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hope wherever you are, wherever you're listening and wherever you're watching, you are having an outstanding start to your Friday, a start to what hopefully is a long weekend for many of us. Obviously, you know, one of the more looked forward to events of the city of Memphis calendar in general, honoring Dr. Martin Luther King on Monday with the Chicago Bulls coming to town. Really looking forward to that. But before we get to that, obviously the Grizzlies are going to have a good long weekend, two days off after this matchup against the Dallas Mavericks tonight. But that puts even more emphasis on it. And we'll get into that here in just a few moments. But before that, I want to remind you, you can find the show at Locked on Grizz on Twitter, myself at StatsSAC. Sean Cohen, credential media member with the Grizzlies, have been covering the Grizzlies for four years. Right for him over at Grizzly Bear Blues, your host here at Locked on Grizzlies, your Grizzlies every single day. And the thing about it is this, is that every day it gets more and more exciting to talk about the Grizzlies because they continue to win. 11 straight wins for the Memphis Grizzlies. But last night, last night was certainly their second straight game in a row where it was more of a struggle. It was definitely more of a collaborative team effort. It took the entire team to get the job done. The starters were not as effective last night as they typically were, so it was the bench that played a big role, especially John Conchar. And that's the thing that stands out from last night's game against Minnesota, is that if you look at it, Last night, and this is something that has really given the Grizzlies trouble. I made the comment on Twitter yesterday that the Grizzlies, if you consider the different levels that the teams are on, the Timberwolves are to the Grizzlies as the Grizzlies are to the Warriors. And what I mean by that is, is that I think without a shadow of a doubt, the Golden State Warriors this year are either are one of the top two, three, maybe three favorite teams to win the title. The Grizzlies are on a lower level than them when they're when teams are completely healthy, all that. I just I think that's understood. But the Grizzlies are a very tough matchup for the Warriors based off skill set, style of play, roster personnel, what have you. And it showed because, yes, other bo- both teams have been missing significant players in these matchups, but the Grizzlies have beaten the Warriors three out of the past four times they've played them since May. But the Timberwolves, on a lower level than the Grizzlies, are the same thing to the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies, the last in the last four games, yes, the Grizzlies are two and two, are actually three and four now against the Timberwolves. But in those games, if you actually look at, if you divide instead of looking at the four games, if you look at it as sixteen quarters, I would certainly support the argument that the that the Timberwolves have outplayed the Grizzlies 
in more quarters of those four games than the Grizzlies have the Timberwolves. If you go back, you know, to four games ago in Minnesota, the Grizzlies had to have a very big fourth quarter comeback to beat Minnesota. Then the game, the the, the first time they played each other this, this year in Memphis, it was the Grizzlies having to come back, thanks to Brandon Clark, force overtime and win the game in overtime. We got blown out the second to last time we played them. And then last night, it was the Grizzlies finally coming back in the third and fourth quarter to win the game. The Minnesota Timberwolves have been a very tough opponent for the Memphis Grizzlies. And a big reason why is the Grizzlies are just having a hard time being able to figure out how to stop the trio of D'Angelo Russell, Anthony Edwards, and Carl Anthony Towns. Last night, once again, those three combined for 84 combined points. They were the difference makers for the first basically 30 minutes of the game. And Anthony and, and Anthony Edwards continued what they were doing it in different parts. We saw it the last time Minnesota was in Memphis. It was either Anthony Edwards at one point, it was D'Angelo Russell at another, Carl Anthony Towns at another. When it comes to the Memphis Grizzlies starters playing against the Minnesota Timberwolves, they just they have an answer, but it's not as effective when it comes to the starting lineups as it is against other teams. Now, one missing element is that the Grizzlies have been without Dylan Brooks for several of these games, and we know that Dylan loves playing against Minnesota. So that, and also obviously, he would help out the defense. Last night was a perfect example of why the Grizzlies are going to miss Dylan Brooks, even if it may seem like his overall contributions may not be that impactful. Last night is the type of game where Dylan Brooks would have made a huge impact and why he certainly still is an impactful player. And for the Grizzlies to be at their best, which they're going to need to be to survive and advance in the playoffs, they're going to need a fully healthy, effective Dylan Brooks. And last night proved it. But even though they didn't have Dylan Brooks, and even though they did go through, it was a very physical game. Patrick Beverly, listen, the stuff he did last night was BS. There's no doubt about that. But it's Patrick Beverly. It's happened for over a decade. You know it's coming. You just deal with it. But the Grizzlies starters were outplayed, just be in, not due to a lack of effort. They just were outplayed. Minnesota has proven time and time again they have the formula to be able to beat the Grizzlies. A big thing that helped them out was as many threes as the Timberwolves were hitting. They just were hitting threes at the right time. They were finding better offensive balance than the Grizzlies. And another thing that stood out, was that the Grizzlies didn't have the counter that they usually do. John Morant last night, 16 points, 5 of 16 from the field, 0 of 7 from 3. An effective job um, guarding him by Patrick Beverly and others stood out. The refs didn't help either. But Desmond Bain, 2 of 8 from 3. You typically see Desmond Bain be someone who is able to find success from 3. And as we discussed on yesterday's podcast, you typically do see the Grizzlies also find success establishing their tone early by playing good early defense. And that just wasn't the case last night. But for the struggles that the starters had, for the physical part of the game, the frustration of the refs not having consistent whistles, the Grizzlies once again showed last night why they are winning 21 out of 25 and why they won 11 straight. It is consistently the entire team that contributes. Because for all the struggles that the starters had, it was the Grizzlies bench unit that came in and delivered. Brandon Clark, 
14 points, eight assists. Again, he's playing at a level. He's not going to be in the conversation, unfortunately. He's playing at the level of being a contender for six man of the year right now. He's been that he's been that way every single game he has played since he's been back from injury. But let's take this spotlight. Let's take this spotlight and put it where it needs to go. Jitty. That is correct. The spotlight, even though he probably is someone who does not enjoy the spotlight, the spotlight should be shining on John Conchar. 15 points, 17 rebounds, three assists, three threes, a plus 15. Shooting outstanding from three this year, over 50% from three on the year now. But he made big play after big play after big play. And it's not just that he made big play after big play. The momentum came to the Grizzlies' side and it delivered. A big putback dunk in the fourth quarter, a big three in the fourth quarter, rebound after rebound after rebound, tried to help out. The Grizzlies missing Stephen Adams. John Conchar was the reason why the Grizzlies won the game last night. And any of the Grizzlies, any of the Grizzlies players, that photo after the game was unfreaking believable. But it was because a player who may not get all the attention, a player who may not get all the pub, a player who's probably not consistently going to get a significant amount of minutes, he stepped up once again and delivered, as he always does. Because John Conchar plays basketball the right way and may be the best example of why the Memphis Grizzlies are not only having the success that they are, but they're sustaining that success. I'll discuss that in just a moment. Before I do, though, one thing I also want to talk to you about is this is betterline.ag. Listen, I've told you all year long, first half of the season, the Grizzlies were one of the most frustrating teams out there to bet on. Second half of the season, they be, may be one of your best bets out there in the NBA. But if you go to betterline.ag, your laptop, mobile device, whatever it is, check out the new and improved website and make sure you put in the promo code Locked On to get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. NHL, NBA, NFL, college basketball, whatever you choose to bet on, BetOnline is the place for you to go. Check out BetOnline.ag today. Obviously, the Grizzlies have a big game tonight against the Dallas Mavericks, which we'll get to previewing in just a moment. But excited to say that in reaction to the Dallas Mavericks game and previewing the Grizzlies leading up, talking about the big narratives before the trade deadline, also talking about, obviously, the wonderful yearly occurrence that is the Martin Luther King Day game that this year will be between the Bulls and the Grizzlies. DeMichael Cole of the Commercial Appeal, the new beat writer from the Commercial Appeal, for the Memphis Grizzlies, DeMichael Cole will be kind enough to join us. My first opportunity to speak with him, an absolutely outstanding sports and basketball mind, wonderful gentleman as well. Looking forward to talking with him, but DeMichael Cole will be joining Locked on Grizzlies on Sunday for Monday's episode, previewing the big matchup between the Grizzlies and the Bulls on Martin Luther King Day. So obviously, again, we're taking that spotlight and we're putting it on John Conchar. But the big thing that stands out about John Conchar. I talked with him. You know, this isn't the first big game he's had. John Conchar has consistently stepped up. I talked about it last week or earlier this week. I spent a segment talking about one of the things that makes it hard to really find a lot of sensible trades for the Grizzlies this year to potentially go after, even though they are emerging as a clear buyer with how much success they're having this year, is there's just not a lot of holes to fill. There's not a lot of needs that stand out about this Grizzlies team because their roster is so good 
of having players who may not always have a clear rotation spot stepping up and delivering in a clear rotation spot when's needed. And John Conchar is the best example of that. He was asked last night, what makes him such a good rebounder for being a guard? And he would say, I just I just happen to be there. They, they just come to me. That's a John Conchar answer. He just He's not a man of many words. He just lets his action, he lets his play do the talking. But I can tell you this. In my opinion, the reason why John Conchar is such a good rebounder, John Conchar is a guy who puts max effort in, John Conchar is a better-than-expected defender and has improved his shooting ability, effort, and awareness. If you look at the offensive rebounding percentage leaders in the NBA, for guards that have played 600 or more minutes this year, there are three names at the top of that list that stand out that provide a similar type role on either contenders or, in the Grizzlies' case, a team that's you know playing itself into a contender this year. The three guards that are that have the highest offensive rebounding percentage among guards this year that have played five, 600 minutes or more are Gary Payton II, John Conchar, and Bruce Brown. And those players play similar roles, right? They're not stars. They're not even probably considered the regular supporting cast of the stars on their team. But they're highly important pieces on their teams. Gary Payton, Gary Payton II's contributions to the Warriors in terms of his defense. We saw it the other night. In terms of his defense, in terms of his rebounding, doing things across the board besides scoring to keep him on the court, that plays a big role for the Warriors. Bruce Brown despite the fact that he plays with so many high-profile names in Brooklyn, he stands out as having a regular rotation spot, again, because of the small things that he does and his defense, plus his rebounding. And John Conchar, we all know it. It's the constant energy. It's the intelligence. It's the ability for him to, at high levels, do things outside of scoring at high levels that you don't see a lot of other guards do. Blocks, rebounds, offensive rebounds. Those extra things from an unexpected source that come up big in the minutes that he's on the court. He's a constant source of positive value. That stands out. And a couple of big reasons why that continues to be so important and will only gain importance for the Grizzlies are this. Number one, the Grizzlies' ability to have taken a player like a John Conchar who was an undrafted free agent in the 2019 draft, to take a player like a Killian Tilly, an undrafted free agent in the 2020 class. Taking those two players, bringing them into the culture, the system, one of the best developmental tracks in the NBA right now, being able to bring them in and develop them into pieces that can fill in as rotation players when needed, that is an extremely valuable trait of this Grizzlies franchise. And the reason why is because it is a consistent resource for the Grizzlies to extract value out of players that are not going to cost a lot of money. I don't mean that in a negative way. Because the benefit to the players is because coming to the Grizzlies, unlike most other places, they're going to have a better chance of having longevity in the NBA, of earning good paydays in the NBA, of maximizing their skills for a long period in the NBA with the Grizzlies than other teams. But for the Grizzlies, obviously, it also is a benefit because as money, as 
John Morant, Jaron Jackson Jr., Desmond Bain, and others, as those sources become, you have to allocate more of your con, more of your cap space towards fewer sources when you start paying those players into their prime. The ability to get significant value from other sources that don't cost that much money, that is a huge trait for a contender to have. John Conchar, Killian Tilly are those type of players. The second thing, though, is this. Yes, John Conchar may not be a player that's in your top nine of a rotation. Again, when this team is healthy, John Bain, Dylan, Jaron, Steven Adams, Tyus Melton, Slow-Mo, and Brandon Clark. That is your nine players that you're likely going to see play in the playoffs. John Contra may not even be the 10. He could get minutes. He did get minutes last year in the playoffs. But even if John Conchar is someone that people may look at as being like, oh, well, he's just a regular season player. He wouldn't be part of the playoff rotation. Okay. That's fine. That, that's an acceptable truth of John Conchar. But I want to make it clear that that does not mean he does not have value. Because in a year, calendar year, over the past two NBA seasons, at a time where we see the value of development and depth have more value in the NBA than you've seen in quite a while, that ability for the Grizzlies to have that depth and the overall ability for players like John Contra to develop, that's what stood out. And so even if he may not have that much value in the playoffs, him stepping up and delivering significant value in the regular season is the reason why the Grizzlies can get themselves in a far better position in the regular season for the playoffs than other teams can who don't have that development track or who don't have that depth. So while he may not contribute in the playoffs directly, players like John Conchar, and the Grizzlies being able to consistently, you know, create value in players like John Conchar. They indirectly have value in the playoffs because during the regular season, when the Grizzlies' depth is tested due to injuries or what have you, players like a John Conchar step up, help the Grizzlies have a better playoff positioning, and that makes their ability to survive in the advance in the playoffs easier. That's where the value of John Conchar comes from. But set all that to the side. The biggest reason why a John Conchar is so special, and we're so lucky to have a John Conchar, players like John Conchar, players like Killian Tilly, these players who are at the end of the rotation, their lower end of the roster, what have you, is because despite that being the fact, they are motivated both in terms of themselves, in terms of how encouraged they know and how fun it is to do it with the Grizzlies, they are encouraged to improve every single day. That is a feeling that is shared from John Morant down to whoever's coming off the bench for the hustle in South Haven. It is the ability to come and improve every day because this team loves to do it together and individually. These players have so many examples of players that are on this roster who did it before them. Those players developed and that paid off for them monetarily, opportunity-wise, what have you. The younger players now know that they can do that as well. Look at Zaire Williams and what he's done since his injury. Look at Santi Aldama when he's got his opportunity. It's a special trait, man. It's a special trait about this Grizzlies roster that everyone is motivated 
from those who from, from our superstar in John Morant down to players who may have far more do not plays than plays this year. They know they're in a special situation. They're motivated to make the most of it. And they know that they, if they do, for them individually, more opportunity. They're going to be in a better place moving forward than they were before they came here. And John Conchar may be the best example of that. So whether it's he's adding value on the court with his play, he's adding value to the Grizzlies by helping their playoff positioning, stepping up and delivering in rotation minutes where others are not available, or just in general adding value for being the person that he is, the person that this team loves. John Conchar is an outstanding example for not only himself, but for the Grizzlies of what makes this young team so special on and off the court. But what matters besides all that is that the Grizzlies continue to make the most of opportunities to continue their success on the court. And tonight is a big matchup, the first of two matchups over the next 10 days where the Grizzlies will be playing against the Dallas Mavericks. We'll discuss it in just a moment. But before we do that, I talk about options all the time. And so think about this. Your, when it comes to Built Bar, your favorite flavor. Think about if you have a favorite flavor, but for some reason you try to order it and that favorite flavor is not there. So then you have to find a next favorite flavor, a substitute that makes sense. Consider that your John Conchar of Built Bar flavors. But the great thing is, is that there's so many different options you could choose from to be your John Conchar of Built Bar flavors. If you go to Built.com today, Look at it in the morning for breakfast. Check it out in the afternoon as a snack. But if you go to Built.com, over 18 different flavors to choose from. And if you put in the promo code locked on, you'll get or locked or locked 15, you'll get 15% off your next order of Built Bar. Check out Built.com today. Put in that promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your next order from Built Bar. Can't thank you enough for making Locked On Grizzlies your first listen of the day. But of course, the NFL playoffs are coming up now. I don't know about your team. My Titans aren't playing because they're the number one seed in the AFC. But you want to get the latest on the Titans? Check out Tyler Rowland on, on Locked on Titans. Or check out your favorite Locked on Podcast Network or Locked on Podcast NFL Network show for your favorite team. So much going on. Playoffs, coaching changes, whatever you have, all that's going on. But you can be kept up with the latest by making your favorite Locked on NFL podcast show your second listen of the day after Lockdown Grizzlies. So without a doubt, there is a lot going on in tonight's game against the Dallas Mavericks. Again, when it comes to the Grizzlies facing off against the Mavericks, they have the ability, though they're on the second night of back-to-back, the Grizzlies really have the ability to be able to have a golden opportunity to move even further in the standings when it comes to both the Southwest Division as well as the Western Conference standings. For a while there, over while the Grizzlies have been winning 11 of their own games, for a while there, because the Mavericks have recently won six straight, the Grizzlies won 11 straight. The Mavericks are 7-3 and three over their past 10 games. For a while, though the Grizzlies kept winning, the Mavericks kept keeping track, but that's kind of fallen off of it. Pretty significant loss by the Mavericks to the Knicks last time out. And so the Grizzlies stand six and a half games above the Mavericks in both the um, in the Southwest Division and the Western Conference standings. So these two games that the Grizzlies play the Mavericks over the next 10 days, those two games, actually it, it's tonight, and then it will also be on J- January 23rd. So it'll be nine days from now when the Grizzlies will travel back to Dallas. 
this really could be an opportunity, though nearly half the season's left. The Grizzlies have a big opportunity where they can bury the Mavericks. They could bury the Mavericks, take full control of the division, and have the opportunity to fully focus on seeing how high they can get in that Western Conference because they're only within a few games of that top spot now. Not saying it's likely the Grizzlies are going to get that top spot, but with how they're winning, do you really want to doubt them right now? So obviously, from a team perspective, the opportunity for the Grizzlies to see to seize as much control of the Southwest Division, it's right there for their grasp over the next few games. But another thing that stands out is though the Grizzlies will be facing the Mavericks for the fourth time this year and the second time in this short span, the day after the All-Star teams are announced or All-Star voting ends, tonight's matchup matches up John Morant, who moved above Luka Doncic in the update yesterday to second in the All-Star voting. Luka is right behind him in third. So a matchup like tonight, where it has huge implications for both teams, playoff-wise, keeping their success going-wise, what have you, it also could play a lot of implications. A big game for Luka or a big game for Jaw could be the boost that they need in that fan voting. And it's part in the All-Star voting. That stands out as well. Now, I'll admit, Ja may be a little bit, he may be a little bit limited tonight. He had a very physical game. He looked like he got hurt on multiple occasions last night. So you hope that he'll be playing. But I'll tell you this, when it comes to the all-star side of things, you want Ja, you want Luka to go back and forth. You want a great matchup between those two players, obviously with the Grizzlies winning. But I think a huge key thing for the Grizzlies tonight is the hope that Steven Adams will return to action. I know that especially with, you know, outstanding performances on rebounding from Jaron Jackson Jr. as of late, and, and, you know, and obviously the contributions from John Conchar last night, you certainly feel the Grizzlies will be all right without Steven Adams. But the reason why he is a huge benefit for the Grizzlies potentially tonight is simply because of this. When it comes to Steven Adams, he will play a big role tonight because the Dallas Mavericks over the past 10 games have emerged as one of the best teams, if not the best team in the NBA, at limiting extra opportunities for teams to be able to score points. Over the past 10 games in which the Mavericks have gone 7-3, and three, and mind you, a lot of this stretch has been without Luka Doncic. Over the past 10 games, all NBA teams past 10 games, over that span, the Mavericks are second in defensive rating. They are fourth in opponent's three-point field goal percentage, third in opponent's offensive rebounds per game, and ninth in opponent's free throws allowed. The reason I choose those specific statistics is because that shows that beyond just generally playing good defense, this Mavericks team is doing an excellent job limiting the avenues that teams can go down to create extra advantages, to create those possession advantages. And for that reason, even though the Mavericks offense hasn't been that great and they've been without Luka Doncic, they've still been able to win because of how well their defense is playing. And those are avenues that the Grizzlies, especially with how much the Grizzlies are struggling right now, shooting their own free throws, shooting their own threes, getting those offensive rebounds, turning defense into offense, getting out on the run to create extra possessions. Those avenues to win games by creating extra possessions, that's been the key to the Grizzlies' success. The Mavericks are doing an excellent job limiting those keys from working.
So enter Steven Adams and consider the fact that Kristaps Porzingis likely is not playing tonight. If Steven Adams returns, that is a huge benefit for the Grizzlies, especially if John Morant were to be a little bit limited tonight. And unfortunately, the Grizzlies' shots were not to be falling from three like they've struggled to do over the past few games. But the other thing that stands out is, how are the Grizzlies going to limit Luka, who himself was out for eight to nine games, you know, before coming back about a week ago. He has struggled in his own play here recently as well. But typically, you would have Dylan from the Grizzlies taking Luka on, and Dylan does a pretty decent job against Luka. What are the Grizzlies going to do to be able to limit Luka Doncic, especially after a night where they really had no answer stopping the trio of Anthony Edwards, D'Angelo Russell, and Carl Anthony Towns? If Luka is able to have a game that he's capable of and the Mavericks start to hit some shots, it could be a tough night quickly for the Grizzlies. Not saying they can't overcome it and win, but they can make things a lot tougher. So the key for the Grizzlies is, what are you going to do to limit the effectiveness of Luka Doncic while also preventing the Mavericks from finding stroke from three, strokes from three? And then will the Grizzlies be able to take advantage of their paint production and hopefully with Steven Adams back, get back to crashing those offensive boards with John Conchar, Jaron Jackson Jr., Brandon Clark, and others contributing, and can the Grizzlies find a way to get those extra possessions? That's what's going to stand out in tonight's game. Now, if Jaw wants to have a regular Jaw game, by all means, go ahead. Desmond Bain wants to have another game where he hits five or more threes, go ahead. I mean, I'm not going to complain. But if the Grizzlies have seen over the past few games that it's taken a complete team effort Versus two pretty good teams. Obviously, the Warriors are good. Minnesota's been playing pretty decent at times as well. You're facing another good team in the Mavericks tonight. If it's going to take an entire team effort, the Grizzlies have plenty of references now where they've done exactly that. But the addition of Steven Adams could do a really, really big, could be a really big boost to help the Grizzlies, especially if they're struggling shooting the three. So limiting Luka's effectiveness, guarding the three-point line to where you don't let Dallas get confidence and get their own stroke from threes, moving the ball around, finding high-percentage shots, but crashing the boards, and with the addition of Stephen Adams taking advantage of the lack of size that Dallas is likely going to have, that is a way for the Grizzlies to be able to find a way to win. Plus, at the end of the day, if the Grizzlies can get a significant advantage in the minutes that Luka is not on the court due to having the better bench play, that also stands out as well. So it's going to take, again, a good effort tonight. And obviously, the Grizzlies have been putting good effort after good effort after good effort together. Just you hope that after, on the second night of a back-to-back, though they're 5-3 and three this season, with probably being a bit banged up with the physical game against the Timberwolves, you hope the Grizzlies certainly are going to be able to once again bear down and put in a collaborative team effort to win. It's been a pleasure. Hope you have a fantastic Friday. Enjoy the game tonight. Check out Locked On's weekly assortment, Locked On Grizzlies' weekly assortment of breakdowns because it's been so much fun with how well the Grizzlies have been playing. And don't forget, on Sunday leading into Monday, I'll have a special guest, DeMichael Cole from the Commercial Appeal, new beat writer for the Grizzlies from the Commercial Appeal, coming to talk with me, Grizzlies narratives, Grizzlies success, and obviously how special the Martin Luther King Day game experience is as it is every year. Can't thank you enough for joining us here. Have a great day. We'll talk to you again soon here on the Locked on Grizzlies podcast.